The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Union Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host. And if you are unfamiliar with Couch Talks and you are wondering what it is, I'm going to tell you it is the bonus episode of Union Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send to me, and you can send those directly to me through Catherine at UnionTherapyPodcast.com. And as always, especially on these episodes, I like to remind everybody that although I'm a therapist and although I'm answering your questions, this is not a replacement for therapy or any mental health services. Now, each week we usually answer one question and it's always anonymous. So we're going to stay with that theme today. And I'm going to go ahead and get into this week's question because I sadly don't have a Harry Potter update for you guys this week. I'm still listening to the fifth book and it's taking me forever. So let's just get into the question, shall we? Hi, Catherine. My fiance and I have been going through a lot of communication issues and I am at a loss. I just recently heard your podcast on gaslighting. And while I don't believe I'm being gaslit, I also don't know. We are in a long distance relationship with a nine hour difference in time. Ever since he's gone back to work, he has made it a point to put his friends and his work first, and we have been losing even the little things like saying goodnight to each other and saying I love you or I love you back. I've tried expressing that I need these things from him, but instead I became the problem because I blew up after finding out he had left his ring behind when we went to a party. Now I don't know what to do or say. He tells me I'm draining and I feel like I don't know how to talk and help make the situation better. It doesn't help that I definitely have an anxious attachment and I believe now he has an avoidant attachment because he was all into me and now he's very distant. I get that he would be much busier with work, but I did not know we would lose ourselves this much. How can we move forward from this? I feel like I'm crazy, but I also know my feelings are valid. Okay, so first I want to say I'm really sorry that you're going through this. I can hear and feel the fear and the pain 
in your email. So the first thing I'm going to encourage you to do is take some time to breathe and take some time to just take care of yourself and nurture yourself. That can be just by you watching a TV show you love, but it also can be going for a walk, going to a yoga class, but taking time to settle down and and breathe a little bit in this time. So it sounds like the relationship feels threatened. So I would imagine that you're going through life with your threat defense system activated And the way we act and respond in panic, in this panic survival mode, is very different than how our logical side would act in a safe environment. Even if you're in a safe environment right now, you're still, it sounds like you're activated in that threat defense system. And so that's partly why I wanted you to work on just breathing and nurturing yourself and and creating a safe space for yourself, even when the relationship feels somewhat threatened. I also am going to say, it sounds like, couples counseling would be really beneficial. I don't know if that's available for you guys or what that looks like because there's this time difference, but it is really helpful when you can have a third party that allows someone to get in there and see from a separate unbiased perspective and they can help coach you through some effective communication and see the inconsistencies in both sides versus trying to figure out just what you should do or just what your partner should do. It's a collective effort. And I want to take a second to note where you mentioned that you don't know if you're being gaslit, but you are questioning that. Going back to the idea of you going to couples therapy, a, a therapist will be able to help you walk through that and piece together what feels confusing because often we feel like we're being gaslit when we are, but we feel that when it almost feels like somebody is reversing blame on us or we start talking about one thing and all of a sudden then we're talking about another thing. I am just straight up being lied to, being told that I I did do something or that the other person didn't do something or did do something when they did. And so a therapist is going to be able to sit there and hear this conversation. If somebody's gaslighting you, they might be able to call that out. So you don't have to do the double work of knowing if what they're saying is true and then also knowing if what you're saying is true. I hope that makes sense, but it's just very helpful to have couples therapy when there's conflict like this is what I really mean. Now, in the meantime, if that's not something that is possible, I wonder what would come up if you asked yourself, what do I need to feel safe in my relationship with my partner and the relationship with myself? And I added myself because it sounds like you have reached a point where you're questioning yourself as much as you're questioning your partner. And that goes back to the gaslighting thing. When that happens, we start to wonder if our reality even is reality, if we even know what's best for us, or if we even know how to accurately understand certain situations. And so I would ask yourself, what do I need in order to feel safe in my relationship and safe with the relationship with myself? Now, Take into account that feeling safe and feeling comfortable are two very different things. And so if we're just acting on what's comfortable, we might be allowing our insecure attachments to come in and kind of like rule the show, right? So something might be very uncomfortable. Maybe I don't always know what my partner's doing 24-7, but I still can be safe in my relationship with them if there's this basis of trust. And if we have mutually agreed on ways of communication, things that we know we're going to do, things that we know we're not going to do. And if we have that basis of trust, then I can tr- I can have that safety without always knowing what my partner's doing, which might be something that makes me feel more comfortable. 
Or in the same time, I can have that safety without having to process every little bump in the road with my partner to the extreme, which might then wear out your partner. So I can be uncomfortable and sit with this anxiety I might feel at times, but still know I'm safe. So what do I need to be able to do that? Now, when our anxious attachment system is activated, what happens is often that spidey sense, that's really awesome that we have that, right? That spidey sense we have that tells us that something's off because we notice the littlest changes. So that's off an alarm in our brains. And because we feel unsafe, right? If, we're, if you are still at that baseline of, I'm, I don't feel safe in this relationship and I feel like the relationship is threatened, we're then going to need to find a reason for that shift we felt, right? I need to find a reason of why that thing is off, why things aren't going the way they always go, why this person didn't text me back when they always text me back, why this person, they weren't as excited to see me as they usually are excited. I have to find a reason for every little thing that I notice that is not per the norm. The problem is, Often the reason we find isn't accurate and we, we move too fast. So we have to find a, a reason immediately. And so then we find a reason that oftentimes isn't accurate, but it feels good. Even though this might not make sense as I describe it, it feels good to have a reason. It feels good to have that mystery solved, even if the solving of the mystery isn't what we want to believe. It still allows us to solve a mystery. And so we continue to do that to essentially tell ourselves that we are safe, even though we still don't end up feeling safe. And if this sounds confusing, it's because it is, and it's because it doesn't actually end up working. So again, I just want to say, really dig in and ask yourself, what do I need in order to feel safe in this relationship and to feel safe with the relationship with myself? If it feels like your partner is not able to meet you somewhere where you can access that thing that you need to feel safe. What I then would say is there might be a, a level of incompatibility in that. And I don't mean that to shed doom and gloom. I say that really because most of the time when we are compatible with somebody, we're able to find those things if we can access what it is that we really need. And you said earlier that you think that you have an anxious attachment and your partner might have an avoidant attachment. And so I would highly recommend you go back and listening to the episodes on those two attachments that I have from years ago, because what you don't want to do is get into this dance where you both are activating the insecurity on each side and he's running away and then you're chasing after him and then you chasing after him makes him want to run away even more versus you guys both leaning into each other. You cannot control somebody else's attachment. So if somebody else's attachment is incompatible with yours, there's nothing that you can do to to fix or change them. All you can do is focus on yourself and what do I need? Am I able to feel secure in this relationship regardless of what this other person is doing? Now, I would also recommend listening to the Four Horsemen series that I just finished a couple weeks ago. In this series, I talked about four patterns of communication in times of conflict that can poison a relationship. And then I give you a nice antidote for each one. And it might help get you out of the cycle of finding out who's right and wrong and getting somebody to agree, whether it's your side or their side, on something in a situation and help you both work towards understanding each other better, which is oftentimes the goal. It's not agreeing, it's understanding. Your partner doesn't have to agree with what makes you anxious, but it would be very helpful for him to understand that and take that into account. And you don't have to agree with what makes your partner feel drained, but we need to understand that so we can take that into account. So that 
would be really helpful, I think, for you. If if therapy is not an option for you guys, dig into those episodes and maybe listen to them together or each listen to them and then come together and, and talk about what feels really important and what feels valuable from what you heard. Hopefully that was helpful and or at least would be a jump start to getting you some helpful information so you can access that safety that you desire in your relationship. And Anybody else, if you have any questions or follow-up questions or just random questions, remember you can send those to me, Catherine, at youneedtherapypodcast.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cat.tafada and at youneedtherapypodcast, and I will be back with you guys on Monday. Until then, have the day you need to have. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.